things down pretty quick. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I think his excuse was he had a prostitute that was on the way. Understood. But yeah, yeah, you got to get there. I get that. Okay, so Seth Ruddick, everybody at home. Okay, how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media? How do people get to know a little bit about Seth Ruddick with their computer here? Well, I'm... I'm 27, but I'm an old guy. I am a Facebook dude. So if you just Facebook Seth Ruddick, you'll find me. Uh, I do have an Instagram. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, mm-hmm. Seth.Ruddick. Um, and that's that's about it. But I'll, I'll post on all those uh, for the comedy mics or any bookings I have coming up. I think I'm, I might have a show coming up in Manhattan. I have no idea if it's real or not. Uh-huh. But that might be something to look out for, gang. There you go. Back to New York. R U D D I C K. Seth R U D D I C K. Okay, now, Seth Ruddick. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same time we do here in the studio. That means they must press play at home on their device at the exact same second we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Seth Ruddick, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? All right, guys. Three, two, one, go. Thank you for that celebrity comedian countdown. That was really interesting. I'm really excited. And now, without further ado, the greatest movie ever made, the reason for this podcast, a film I've been chasing for years, decades, and I found it on YouTube, Surf 2. Now, this is a production by Bronstein and Hamadi. And that's really why it happened. It was what? I'm sorry. I thought I was lost in the song in the trail. Okay, so... The guy who wrote it really did a good job. That's that's a debatable statement, but it was the guy who wrote this, and it was his vision. But it would never have happened were it not for these two producers, George Bronstein and Ron Hamadi. They're the guys who made this happen, financed it, got in it in theaters. They're the people who believed in it. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, it is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. So all the preamble said, isn't that interesting? Well, I don't know what that is. I I guess that's on this cut somebody put in their own language. Yeah, maybe that's the the title elsewhere. Look how they're smoking a joint in the water. Does that make sense? Impossible. Carl, I can't even read a book in the bathtub, let alone smoke a joint (laughs) on board. (laughs) Clearly, they're smoking that new strain, seaweed. (laughs) <laughs> they got the co- the Kelpel OG. Which is hard to light. You know, it just doesn't catch flame. So all the preamble said is life used to be great as a surfer, but then the punks came along and this, this guy who was a nerd in high school and he's trying to get revenge and two businessmen created Buzz Cola. And now the world is shit. Here's Lyle Wagner, another return of Lyle Wagner for us. Yeah, well, Buzz Cola has been part of the Simpsons lore. That's the name of their Coca-Cola is Buzz Uh Cola. Uh And the Simpsons came out after Surf 2. And I also should mention that... came out after Surf 2, okay. Perfect for a trilogy. It has that that Star Wars scroll at the beginning. (laughs) Now look, the two surfers who are smoking pot, they have now been abducted, Okay. Go ahead. By something under the waves. I should also mention one of the actors, first name is Brandon, Brandon Kemp. And as an alumni of Brandeis University, yeah. I salute ye. And the Kemp Oh, and Ruth Buzzy. 
Right, who we've seen in Bad Guys just recently. And you said that it's Lyle Wagner again, but are you referring to Gone in 60 Seconds? We just saw his car. That's right. I am referring to the first of a different trilogy, the H.P. Halicki Gone in 60 Seconds trilogy. Now, this is a good way for for one film called Surf 2, the last in the trilogy. It does start with the scroll as if this is catching you up. Now, these are our heroes, okay? (laughs) And there's Eric Stoltz. Right. Biggest star in this film. And there is, well, we don't really, her her name is Sparkles in this film, but she was was the first person cast. Okay, watch. Paint gets on his nose. It's obviously a fake fence because his nose gets paint. But it's like you get the architects already. You got the hottie, the fatty, and the fatty's already eating through the fence on one minute yeah. into this movie. <laughs> now, his name is Johnny Bighead. And the guy who wrote this, there really was a Johnny Bighead in his life. He lived in Venice Beach in the early 80s. Um, he didn't like the punks. He thought they were ruining surfing. And that's how this movie came about. He was in a surfing accident. A surfboard went through his uh, cheek. So he had a lot of painkillers, Demerol. He got the idea to make like an Annette Funicello, uh, you know, a beach movie from hell. And so it took him like one week to write the thing on painkillers. Wow. This is Cleavon Little, who we know from uh, Blazing Saddles. Oh, and once, twice been, and we, we, yeah, Cleavon Little shows up in a lot of stuff, which is great. He's, he's usually the best part of movies. Well, he's not the best part of this movie, but he does his job. He just doesn't have a role that's big enough to make him, but he. Look at this, Carl. Welcome. So as an Angelino, you must be thrilled. You must have so many memories rushing through you. Look at them switching seats. I know it's ridiculous. It's just not possible. You you were saying as an as a native of Venice Beach, California, which I am, that I must. Oh, Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. This, this was added on later. This was added <laughs> oh. on later because. Wow, man, she is There's, nice. They are driving on the left now. Well, rewind. <laughs> the they went to distribute this film and nobody would pick it up. Meanwhile, Porky's had just come out and there were these other teenage, so they said, you throw a little TNA in there and we'll distribute this thing. The director, his name is Randall Baddett. Yeah. Baddett, because he's bad at films. Oh, I'm sorry. I like you, Randall, and I'm sorry I said that. So Randall Baddett hates that he had to add the TNA. He says it doesn't even go with anything. No, it doesn't. Now, here we have Horshack and Lyle Wagner. Yeah, look at that. And Horshack's what? I'm always obsessed by people's heights. He's 5'4 and Wagner's Something 6. like that. I, you're right. I should have had that in my research. No, no, I it's don't. just me. Because I always, I always think it's funny when they have, like, this romantic couple and they always look eye to eye. And it's like, that's not real life. Yeah. Like, now, this is funny. This though. is uh, Chef Boyardee. Is yes. Chief, no Chief, relation. Chief Boyardee is Lyle Wagner. And Inspector Underwear is Horshack. What's his name? Inspector, like her, Inspector Underwear. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wasn't the oh god, one of the Kevin Smith movies had Will Farrell play Marshall, Will, and Holly. He was a Marshall, <laughs> and his last name was Will and Holly. Wow, that is oh funny. no, Will, and then his last name is on and Holly. And nobody would get it but guys like you and me, right? Land like, of the Lost, writing. yeah. The theme song had a uh, Marshall, Will, Will and, and Holly. Holly on a routine expedition. Okay, so. It's some funny banter going on. It's like Lyle Wagner's like the idiot cop and Cleavon yeah. is Professor Daddio or Principal Daddio. He's the principal of the school. And you see this? This is an added on. You're going gotcha. to see a lot of added ons throughout the whole film just to get it distributed. And it was worth the producers were like, Randall, you got to do this. Your film is never going to see the light of day. Right. Like, I, but I hate it. It's like, yeah, but the parts you love will be out there. You know, they, I'm the, telling the, you, these producers made this whole thing happen. You know, the parts he loves, the parts that I love is that the humor isn't based on the usual Porky's hamburger, no. the movie. Like, we got to show as much TNA as possible. Like, we watched a movie. It was with, uh, it was during the film, during the mini radio comedy festival. So it was just myself at that, that taping with a comedian. And we watched like Loose Screws 2 or something like that, uh -huh. Screwballs uh -huh. 2. And one of the pranks was that they put something in the water that makes your bikinis disappear. <laughs> and then one of the guys <laughs> swam underneath and was looking up. So this movie is refreshingly free of that shit. Yeah. They go is. off in their own gross way, but there's not like at the expense of anybody. Yeah, oh, okay. So the, there's also gross stuff in here that was added. <sighs> Look at this. The arcade the from the arcade. Santa Monica Pier in 1984. Oh my God, Carl, this is vintage. Listen, there'll be a Twilight Zone episode where I appear in this scene and I never leave. <laughs> this is really a studio in Culver City in which they oh, reproduced ooh. it. And you see they've got budget and everything thanks to these producers. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this, is a... this is Cindy Lou and Lindy Sue. And they're the girlfriends of the show. And here comes Sparkle. She's the new girl. And therefore, uh, Cindy Lou and Lindy Sue just don't like her. Of course, because the guys like her, you know. Right. Um, the guys are Eric Stoltz is Chuck. His friend is Bob. And then we have Johnny Bighead. And okay, so this, the oh, this is now here's the hero of the movie, John LeGros. Yeah. See, look, no, that's the screen wait. grab. No, I, I think you're I, mixing up films. Uh, oh, right. I'm thinking of idiots. I'm thinking of uh, uh, joysticks. Right. Joysticks. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm sorry. And, I'm and thinking so of King do video. I in this scene. Okay, now look, that guy's drinking Buzz Cola. Now this is their friend from high school, um, huh. and his name is Jocko. But but he's transformed into this punk creep. They all have. They really hate uh, the punks. Yeah. It's because an anti-punk movie. Here's New Jersey. <laughs> Here's Carl Studio. Now, this is a location of an abandoned oil. Um, where's my locations? Where's my location? Here it is. Yeah, a lot of it's an abandoned waste treatment plant in El Segundo. And this is where they make Buzz Cola. Fact this is the factory where they make Buzz Cola. Now, here we have the two fathers of Chuck and Bob, and they're businessmen, and they're going to start selling Buzz Cola because 
our bad guy, Menlo, has given them a formula that makes people just want to buy it. All right. Here's Menlo's guys who've shown up to pick up the shipment. And they're doing a lot of ad living here, which is kind of funny. They're going, hey, hang 11. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're doing like lots of ad living, which the director only permitted certain people to do, which includes the fathers. They were given carte blanche to improvise. Oh, that's cool. I guess they were who he trusted to do it. And others yeah, so some directors you can see like they have a tight script everything's kind of faster and you know like set up for the comedy and then there'll be scenes where it seems like it got ad-libbed right where it seems like it and i'm telling you this film doesn't seem like they're ad-libbing this is another thing that mixed me up with joysticks oh this well, is zamboni because i don't re i don't recall carl a video game called ambulance back then yeah it's fake so he sits in it and he goes, this says out of order. And Big Head says, that's okay, I can't read. And he like <laughs> inexplicably takes off with it and they love it. That's one thing about uh, this I'm movie. Sorry, this... I'm sorry, the guy on the right is Jocko. Okay, he's not become a punk yet. I'm sorry about that. Now that's Tom Villard you're talking about, right? Um, uh Jocko is Tom Villard, right? Yeah. He's from Greece too, One Crazy Summer, Heartbreak Ridge. I, I know he was, yeah. He he did a two of a kind or we got a made. He he did a uh, yes, sitcom. Yes. Yeah. And he, he was the star. Yeah, no, I remember when he passed away. It was sudden. He he died of uh, AIDS complications and uh-huh. Uh it was he's missed. One crazy summer, he's hysterical. He's hysterical in this movie. And uh I remember we got it made, so I think he did a good job in that, right? Yeah, I, I missed this guy. He was never on my radar. I, I didn't know that sitcom, and I guess I missed out. Uh, so he passed yeah. away suddenly. It was AIDS-related. like um, AIDS-related. Yeah, he, he had H, uh, HIV. Now, you know that the kids went missing, and Chef Boyardee was out. Chief Boyardee was out there to investigate. Here's the periscope, and now Jocko is out there with his buddy and they're getting abducted. Oh, I got you. So did they play like a Jaws theme on this? No, like the song? Yeah. No, they do surf music. This this whole soundtrack is about surf music. And there's a guy who's like a big deal surf guy named Dale. Uh, okay. Dick Dale wrote surf music. He was a very famous song used in the... Um, Pulp Fiction in the robbery scene, which is also with Eric Stoltz. Um, he did a musical. Listen, this is the guy who did reverb on the surf guitar. You know, dum 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 dum. So yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, his his songs show up in movies. Yes, and yeah. he influenced the Beach Boys, and he influenced um, he influenced surf music. He used um, uh, Arabic uh, scales. He did a musical performance in here, and for some reason it was cut, and it ends up in the director's cut, which happens in the 2000s. There's a director's cut of Surf 2? Yes, there is. The, uh, let me just pull that up for you. Um, Eddie Deason. Here it is. 2021. Distribution company Vinegar Syndrome would release Director's Vinegar Syndrome. Okay, Carl, I got to order it. This is my dream come true. 
10 minutes you know, longer than the theatrical cut and it restores Baddett's original vision for the film. And you'll oh, no, find TNA. detail in there. You think the TNA is out of it, the director's cut? Probably. But I mean, it's, it's his vision. Okay, turn oh, up the sound for a Oh, minute. absolutely, oh, yeah. Now, I kind of don't, don't get why we're doing this, okay? But they're, it's, they're, it's they're, two families, and we're seeing the parallel that really life is the same for both of those families, and they are neighbors, and they are the partners who sell Buzz Cola, and they are the best friends. The only great thing about this scene, okay, on the left you have Eric Stoltz, and on the right, right. you have Ruth Buzzy. So we've got some star power in this scene. Oh yeah, sure. My left eye is looking at one Ruth star, but you know it's it's a, a, a satire, it's a parody of uh, you know living in Southern California, I guess. I guess, uh, and that they have this duplex that's identical, and they have this lifestyle that's identical, and the joke's funny, and it keeps going, and then it goes off the rails. They 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 push that joke as far as it can, and it didn't happen just yet, but it will. Well, they'll do another scene. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, now Eric Stoltz was not a famous person. Like Ruth Buzzy was on a downwards thing on her career. I'm sure she took the role, but Eric Stoltz was like. He worked on sets in his spare time. He was a right. gaffer on Say Anything. Uh, he just wanted to be in movies, and it would eventually pay off. But he, he's just, he's not a big deal famous yet, and he's in this movie. Oh, my God. So that that cherry, uh, that, that pink Cadillac in the front yard? Yeah. Uh, that's... The convertible? I'm going to take the convertible out. <laughs> now... There we have the parents saying goodbye, and they're very scared right now because because uh, Tom Villard, Jocko, did not go come home last night. Uh, and you and I know why. We saw him got abducted. Right, yeah, he's going to turn into a, a garbage-eating punk. Did you? So Eddie Deason was in the news. He's been, like, allegedly harassing a waitress in his hometown, like oh. stalking her. And she went on public on social media and told her story, uh, saying like, you know, he would ask for her and like just other stuff of that nature. So you can search it, Eddie Deason. It sounds like a guy who has a crush on a girl. We need some details that makes it creepy. Oh no, no, no. He's like a stalkery, like yeah, finds out where she is and then like says weird shit to her. Like okay. I, I should, you know, pull it up. It's all alleged, of course. Well, if she's out there on social media giving her, I mean, sure, it's alleged, but it, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, think up. Made, I don't think she made it up at all. Now we get like, Big Head is gross. He's got all this power. He is strong. He just pushed a trailer out of the way. His gotcha. whole joke throughout the whole thing is he's, he's, Dumb and a brute, but if you need something done, he's the guy. Listen, if you get a locked gate, just get Big Head. He'll eat the fence. He'll eat the fence. That makes perfect sense. Uh, add on. Uh, at the, that's exactly right, Mike. You can tell because anything gratuitous and sexy. Now, this guy, I suspect we've seen in films before, 
like that National Lampoon film, I suspect, but I don't know it for a fact. Not was this he, one, the one behind. Yeah, and didn't he pass away or something? I don't jo know. Is it, uh, oh wait, was he, no. Okay, all, remember, this is, we were watching a comfortable, familiar movie. So what I did is went and got my research of history. So oh, I didn't absolutely. pull him up, um, but I right. can tell you his name. Oh my God. Okay, well, Fred Asparagus is Fat Boy 1, and Jim Greenleaf is Fat Boy 2. He, we so, might yeah. have seen him. Asparagus was in another movie that we did. Oh, you know oh, what it is? Okay. It's the one that's in Santa Monica, the one with the high school kids who wanted to get laid before during the summer. Right, yeah, and and he's with the girl in her bedroom, and there, uh, you know, the fire starts. They're they're outside the window looking in. Yeah, I I know the film you're talking about. It was a National Lampoon film. I don't know if it was a National Lampoon. I think oh. it was like an '80s, like a genuine '80s uh, Santa Monica. Oh, there we go. Santa. This now here's movie. Ed Deason. You know my bad movie rule about Santa Monica Pier, what, what? Uh, Venice Pier. If, if it shows up in the movie, it's it's a bad movie. Like he's it, not cause... trying to push Buzz Cola on them. Now this kind of doesn't make sense to our plot. Why isn't he downstairs in the underwater in the submarine? Why is he upstairs on the beach? He never has yeah. a rental store. No, and he'll never have it again. I don't uh, know why he's there. Isn't she from Valley Girl? No, she is a model, and her big claim to fame is she looks like Marilyn Monroe. So she often gets cast in things in which she's looking like Marilyn Monroe. Now, the producers of this... Uh, she keeps she keeps getting my roles, Carl. Every time I audition, yeah. it always goes to her. I'm okay. always like, what am I yeah. doing wrong? Yeah, I remember you were talking about how much time you spent on the skirt... Oh they my know, god! Going to blow up from the subway, and she I just walked away. She had the know, happy skirt. birthday! Happy birthday to you, Mr. President. There's a lot of, to remember. <laughs> okay, they did a movie called Fade to Black in 1980. These producers. It was a slasher movie, and this woman's name is Linda Carriage, and she was like a model. And she's from Australia, and she doesn't hide her accent in this. Um, she was Marilyn Monroe lookalike in Fade to Black, and she was the first person they cast. Now, when they announced they were going to make this film, they made it like she was the big star, and the amount they announced that it would be in 3D. Huh. What the guy I like about White is Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I like the fact that the parents are hippies and that the parents get some screen time because it's it kind of grounds the kids. You know, like we have a sense of like where these kids come from. Yeah. Now they're worried about Jocko. He's missing. Okay. And then these girls are totally spreading their legs for us. And it is not an add-on. It is not an add-on. Okay. This is the director's cut that you're saying? No, this is just a missionary shot. Uh, this is <laughs> you. Uko, my God, I'm in a room by myself. I can look anywhere I want. Yeah, they can't see my eyes. It's a it's a film. Okay, so the mom will. This is an add-on, by the way. Even though it's got Eric Stoltz in it, it was added on because. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong because it really does fit into the plot. 
never mind. I think I'm wrong. So they're saying, where are the, our boyfriends? And they're going to go and spy on them to find out where they are. And what they've done is they picked up two girls, but it's kind of innocent. They're not really there to like sleep with the girls, you know, they love their girlfriends, but it isn't discussed. They just talk about surfing. And so the girls are like not getting any attention. So they go topless <laughs> and they still don't get any attention. Meanwhile, oh, so girls we're here. Can we listen to a little of this lingo? Yeah. Okay, I guess. Uh... He goes, tell me what happened next. He goes, why? You were there. And he goes, I love when you tell the story. He goes, okay. <laughs> it was tubular. Okay. It was tubular. Right. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That really. Up, they've found boyfriend's car, and they know they're in this little love shack with two rival girls. So they're going to get back at him by calling the police, which means uh, Inspector Underwear and Chef Boyardee, who will fuck this. They will just open fire. It doesn't make any sense why they do that. They will open fire on the boyfriends. It doesn't make any sense. And the boyfriends will not die, although they no, absolutely should have. And the movie goes on. They're not in the next scene. They're going to be, you're the asshole cops who shot us, right? They're going to uh, press charges. Nope. The nope. movie just goes on about its business. Look at Horshack, man. Eddie D's an arrested is the first thing that pops up in my search. Why don't you uh, turn it up when it gets to the point in which... Horshack's reading the book. Poor Horshack. I'm calling him Horshack. I'm sorry. Horshack's reading the book, <laughs> telling Lyle oh, Wagner yeah. like what to say. Okay, turn it up. Turn it up. They're surrounding the shack. Okay, here you go. This is the scene we've been waiting for. Whoa. Wow. I don't know if it's an add-on. I guess it's not. Or X, TNA. Oh, here we go. Whoa. Very impressive. <laughs> anyway, I'm anyway, and they keep telling their surf story. Now, wait, leave it up for Chef Boyardee. Pete. All right, we know you're in there. Go home on out. What? No, come on out. Come on out. I got you. So come on out with your fan. So come on out with your hands up, or we're coming in after you. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, Carl. Oh, hey, funny. What? Listen. So he's gonna say fire. Listen. Fire. Fire. <laughs> now that's wood and concrete. They absolutely should be shot right now. Oh, all right. Yeah, and they should be carnage and. Uh... Oh, right. look at that. Yeah. They're shooting up the. This movie does say have some illogical turns, but th this one is just, I don't know, the continuity. Look, uh... They threw a grenade. It went through the walls and is yeah. now inside. Or a... Yeah, look at this. Yeah, boom. They, they should, should be dead. Be dead. All right. Eric Stolzer, oh, RIP. Shit. Oh, hey, Carl, I got, I got breaking news for you. This is from page six from April 14th, 2022. Okay. Grease actor Eddie Deason arrested for burglary trespassing. 
Burglary and trespassing. Reese actor Eddie Deason is behind yeah. bars again. Deason, who played nerd Eugene Fesnick in the 1978 movie and his 1982 sequel, was arrested in Maryland on April 9th for burglary, Maryland. two counts of trespassing, and late, lastly, disturbing the peace, his inmate record shows. The 65-year-old remains behind bars and is held in bond. Police alleged to TMZ that uh, Deason had forced his way into a privately owned nursing facility and refused to leave after a woman told him to get out. Deason also allegedly tried to break into a patient's room before being kicked out and arrested on the property. Polar Express voice actor allegedly showed up at the facility earlier in the day, which is why employees dedicated to call the cops uh, decided to call the cops when he returned at night. The victim told the story that Deason has showed up multiple times and leaves behind items with accompanying notes. A resident who lives in a nursing, nearby nursing home also spotted Deason on his doorbell camera, which caught him attempting to break in, so the they were called the police as well. And there's a video. The Midnight Madness actor was previously arrested in September 2021 in Maryland restaurant after allegedly going on a rampage in which he refused to leave and threw plates and food at the cops. He threw plates and food at the cops. Eason was charged with second-degree assault, disorderly conduct, and trespassing for that altercation. Prior to that, the comedian was involved in another incident at a Maryland eatery where he was accused of harassing a waitress and detailing his infatuation with her via oh, Facebook. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay, so there's some story between, behind the nursing home. He, you know what I mean? There's a person in there. Right? We don't know the story. We know the charges. Right. We know the charges. And we know and that he left items with notes. Yeah. And we know that he was previously arrested for being infatuated with a, a waitress. Well, with a different Yeah. Woman. Okay. Yeah. And that was yeah. two incidents. Oh, by the way, here's what the waitress wrote. This is what I remember. Eddie Deason is a fucking creep who comes into my work at least once a week, calls and asks for other servers for my schedule. And if he comes in and I'm not wearing makeup, he leaves. Says the waitress, Kara Lashbaugh, wrote on Twitter in June 2021 with screenshots of Deason's all-cap posts about her. And this grown-ass man has the balls to post this on Facebook about me after I'm losing my mind. Okay, I just had to throw that in there. That's something new since the last time we watched this movie. Yeah, and it's very current. April 2021. Yeah, no, it's that April. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, okay. 22. He was arrested for uh, for burglary just a couple months ago. Just a few months ago, yeah. Yeah, several months ago. Okay, what we missed here, and it's fine we missed it. That was an important breaking news story. Yeah, what we missed news. is Jocko went home to the parents, and now he's like a zombie surf punk. Okay, that's important. And now the businessmen who are selling Buzz Cola for Eddie Deason are you know i don't know they show up in the submarine and or it's the underwater lab he's got and there's some yes. secret he doesn't want them to know that sparkles was starting to let out of the bag now he's, look, look at that picture terry lewis terry lewis photo i don't know why that's funny we'll see it again eddie these and acts like uh what's his face terry lewis does he yeah, well, there's a back door. Hey, Matthew Broderick, there's a back door. Remember that from uh, War Games? Uh, yes, but that's Jerry Lewis? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
we'll also see the Jerry Lewis framed photo at the way end of the film. I don't know what's fine. Okay, now we're learning that that Sparkles is a nerd just like Eddie Deason, but because Eddie Deason is a genius, a chemist, a physicist, he's figured out a way to like bazap her and make her pretty with makeup. It's, okay. it... So now the boys are like, hey, those girls meant nothing to us. We like you girls kind of thing. And it's kind of true. Carl, what's in the tank? Uh, is it frogs? Okay. All right. Yeah, I see it now. We will have a frog race in a minute. So I'm not sure what's in the tank. But it, yeah, it looks like, yeah, it's frogs. Yeah, frogs. It's frogs. Here comes Big Head. Oh, man, I used to do this in science class all the time. Now, look at the zombies. They're still in school, but Jocko and his friend are like. <laughs> They're drinking liquid drain. Yeah. Well, yeah. They like to drink. Um... Now we're getting chariots of fire music. You know, Let's the producer spent money on this downtown. Yes, sir. Now, this is Mark Twain, right? The stupid frog race of stupid county. Do you remember that, that stupid short story of his? No, I did read some Mark Twain because I had to for school. I never really read him on my own. It was like the frog hopping contest of Salinas County or something like that. Uh -huh. Oh, no, that frog has very little. Don't eat the frog. <laughs> don't. The French do it. But you don't eat, you eat frog legs, not frog not head. frog head. Oh. Okay, this actor is really good. Okay, well, there's Cleavon Little, but I'm talking right. about the professor here. He's a science teacher, and he'll play heavily into our um, plot. His name is Dr. Beaker. Now, he really was in a lot of Ron Howard films. Um, he was in CPO Sharky with... Uh, insult comedian doesn't he look like uh chuck Con uh chuck cunningham no the older brother who went went away no he disappeared he was in under the rainbow oh anyway i think he's a really good actor and he i don't know he he could have been a very comedically funny actor but his career didn't have he had a career he was successful but uh, it didn't have a lot of legs. Okay, so there's a dead surf punk, and they want to. <laughs> you like that? He sneezed. Loose <laughs> nose on the blanket of the dead corpse body. <laughs> oh, sorry, Carl. Proceed. I'm sorry. No, no, that's funny. That's the point of this. Now, you see the guy in the middle? Yeah. I didn't look him up. He's the coroner. He hardly does a thing in this film, but I like him. Oh, yeah, he's great. <laughs> that goofy lady, you just can't believe what they're saying. Right in the they're middle identifying there. that he's not local. He has different. Um... <laughs> well, you need a you need a local surfer to to pinpoint that. Just using our expertise as best we can. I mentioned this like the two other episodes we aired this, but this became like a Wait, dream. Why do you say two? Because I wasn't part of the. Here so we the, have a Buzz Cola commercial, and it's the first time we see one. Okay, here we go with the house. So the, it's yeah, identical. Yeah. It's it's a turn take it up, on suburban up. life and how it, but then it just goes. It not only shows his hand; it just goes beyond it. 
Tulip? Wait, what? They're in this. Yeah, the fridge is. Wait, what? Yeah, you see, when they opened the fridge, it went through the apartment. Now we saw the wall that separates them, and now the wall is missing. Right. What we saw probably was a hole that we thought of as the wall. Oh. This is a Culver City uh, studio. They they rented. It's the weirdest comedy scene I've seen. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Ruth Buzzy also. The idea that it's it's it looks like it's a parody of of, of uh, suburban life or like Southern California, like maybe a duplex where the they have the same issues, and then it's revealed that there's no wall whatsoever. <laughs> that they live in the same house and they talk exactly the same anyway. It's, I didn't know that. Supposed. See the wall. See the wall. Yeah. But when they separate the wall in that scene, are they saying the wall really doesn't exist and there's a post, or that this is what it looks like? I don't know the answer. It's because really I always thought that it reveals there was no wall and that they're doing this together like that. But maybe I would agree with you from the looks of it until we saw the wall again. Right. Well, maybe that's a post. Well, you're right. So maybe there's a wall, but, but it's I think so well the done. The joke was intentional to go into the fridge and it went through. Yeah. Okay, so now they're like, listen, you got to check out Jocko. He's gone insane. We oh my God, he's, he's slim dancing. What's it called? Slum dancing? Slam, Slam dancing? Slam. You, Slam. you old people. You don't know our hip, cool. This movie what? is so finely tuned. They're like, we we are who we are. We're surfers and we hate the punks. Here's our movie. So there's like, act like it's normal. So they're like, hey, man. They're trying to see what's going on. Now, last yesterday, I learned a lot of like slang from that was around all the kids. And... Uh, one well, of them pretend- is called Bussin. You, Bussin? Hear? you heard yeah. of that? No, no, pretend I'm a kid. Hi. Hey, totally tubular, Carl. Hey, man, last night was Bussin, dude. Uh, it was hella bus. No, wait, no, <laughs> <laughs> wrong decade. Now, Look Bussin looks oh, surf movies cinema. tonight. God bless it. You know, Carl, there was a, we, I know you did some research, and even before the, the show started, we were talking about a book that discusses this movie. Yes. Des- destroy all movies. The right. It's only about punks. punks. So it, it's it's a uh, I recommend it. I checked it out of the library a couple times. Uh-huh. But it's an A to Z uh, movie guide of all movies that have punkers in it. Yeah, it's not just Repo Man. It's so much more. So much more. And they have several pages on this movie. They talk to the director. They talk to everyone involved. And they talked to the, like, the, it was a community screening. They, they've done screenings of this movie several times and uh, just just real detail into the film. And a lot of the stuff you discussed is it, from that interview, you know, it's from the book, which is yes. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I recommend that book. Just for the reshoot, for the uh, add-on stuff. And Zach Carlson wrote the book. So we, we recommend it because if you're a fan of this movie, it's just illuminating the, 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 the just having like several pages dedicated to the greatest movie ever made. And then yeah, they talk about the scene. Made? Let me tell you, Randall Baddett's agent does not agree with you. He doesn't know shit. He, I trust the two directors. I just love that they go to a surf movie. Yeah, the girls are bored. Have now, some, uh, 
Randall Babbitt was a really a writer. This is the only thing he ever directed, you know, and he directed it because nobody else could see his vision. Uh, his Hollywood agent told him that the uh, worst thing he's ever read, he dismissed it as the worst piece of shit he'd ever seen. <laughs> Undeterred, Babbitt showed the script to numerous friends, friends, eventually caught the attention of film producers Bronstein and Hamadi, who put together the financing, eventually sold the project to a production company, Arista Films, at the Cannes Film Festival. They were there at the Cannes Film Festival, and it, you know, they were just pitching the idea, and it got picked up. They had, like, a trailer about it. Uh, Arista planned to film Surf 2 in 3D. Several pre-production posters were made carrying the title Surf 2 3D. The idea was eventually scrapped. Filmed in 29 days in the summer of 83. Yeah. I I watched it on cable, and it was at a friend's house. And then at Pathmark in Lackawanna Plaza in Montclair, New oh, Jersey, yeah, where yeah. I was working in 1986-7, uh, they had a machine, as they did in the 80s, very rare to see, where it was an automated vending machine of video cassettes. Uh-huh. They like, pull the video cassette and drop it when you, you order it. You could rent it. Yeah, and Surf 2 was there, and that was the second time I saw that movie. And uh-huh. that, was that was it. And I've been to every, like, movie uh, store that sold memorabilia, that had old collections. I've always searched for it. I've always asked for it. And the search is over. It's on YouTube. As much as I enjoy that Don Quixote-esque, Quixote-esque uh-huh. uh, uh, trip to find it, I'm just happy I could see it again. Yeah, that's the great thing about YouTube and how you, you know, were a movie buff who couldn't see the movies. And yeah. now the world has brought them to you. The modern world has made them available on YouTube. This scene really connects to me, too. I always like movie scenes where the audiences are watching movies because we're watching them and they're watching us. But, you know, they really do love surf and, and the surf on film. No, oh, no. destroyed because zombies, surf zombies are eating it. This is so cool. Now, Eddie Deason loves everything. See, Eddie Deason was disgraced in high school as the nerd. He's just walked in with the hottest girl in the place and has destroyed their nice movie. He's so happy. His revenge every day. He's playing it out. She's not happy, though. No, look at her. Look at her. Yeah. Go ahead. Listen to her complaints. Don't you make your brown hair blue? Don't it make my brown hair blue? That's very 2022 of her, also. No, I suppose in the, the uh, article we read, they mentioned he was a Polar Express uh, yes, voice actor. Voiceover. So Robert Zemeckis directed that movie, and one of the first films he did was Can't Buy Me Love, which is was uh, That's the how Eddie got this part. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. See, um, I don't know why uh, Rand- Randall did this, but when he wrote this film, he wrote it with Eddie Deason in mind. Well, this um, is the only film that he top billed, that he's a star. Oh, oh is that right? Yeah, he gets stopped billing in this movie. Now, we saw him in a movie in which he was an alien. Was it the something hotel? Uh, was it the... Uh, New Rose Hotel? No. Was it in the Miami... It yeah. might have been with Fran Dresser. Rosebud Hotel? Rosebud? Rosebud, the New Rosebud, right? 
Not new, no. but yes. I'm getting a Vin Vendors movie mixed up in there. The Miami Rosebud Hotel. I don't know. That was yeah. with the uh, rock was stars who were um, twin sisters. She was Cherry Bob. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Okay, anyway. Eddie was in Greece and Greece 2 and Midnight Madness. I want to hold your hand. So, Look at this. Randall. So great. Yeah, they're making a convertible. Randall Badet saw I Want to Hold Your Hand, and he loved Eddie Deason's voice. So he wrote the part of Menlo Schwarzer for him, but it was called Stinky Schwarzer. And when Deason took the part, he goes, I don't like Stinky. You got to change that Stinky. Everyone call me Stinky. I don't like Stinky. So they changed it to Menlo. I don't know why. Oh, good for him. What's the punk rock name? Here we go. Greatest line in the movie. Oh no, I missed well, the line. Goes, what car are you taking? And and Fathead goes, Big Head goes, the convertible. Right. Then she came out on the porch, but she should have said, what convertible? And then we saw the roof fly over, in my opinion. A Fathead Look, is one of those. The sign, so he's putting an F in there. It's surboards. Oh, See? surboard. Yeah, so he put a little F with a line. Can you all relate? Openly? <laughs> He'll say that throughout the film. Look at her boobs. They are on fire, man. Those uh, are. Oh, by the way, she will go on to drown. Really? 85. Yeah. Oh, in this movie? In 85. She oh. will drown in real life. She was Bummer. a big deal on the Carson show. You know, Carson always had those bits. Not ready. Yeah, do. the Carson players. Right. She was one of those players. And uh, she died in 85. She was on. That's really her big claim to fame. She was the tonight on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson as a bit player. And wow, she, she did very little in her career. She could have gone on to whatever, but something happened. Oh, there we go. There's the parents arguing. At least I get the parents in this movie. I, I always appreciate when there's a teen comedy and they bring the parents because I don't appreciate it when I'm a teen watching the movie. And then, like, you know, yeah. 40 years later, I'm like, wow, yeah. But it also, like, makes fun of the previous culture, like, and says that, you know, this surf culture and this punk culture also derives from the, the parents. You see Venice Beach here. Yeah. I'm not sure. We're on Ventura. Okay, let me look. Um, Malibu Redondo. Is that the Beach Boys? Wow. The Beach Boys are in this soundtrack. I don't know if uh, you were just playing them, but yeah, yeah. just. I'll tell you about the soundtrack in a second. It's um, Malibu, Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, and the interiors I've mentioned are Culver City. Um, the soundtrack has I Get Around by the Beach Boys and Stoked and Surfing USA by the Beach Boys. But check this I... out, man. The Circle Jerks are in it. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Dick Dale, Thomas Dolby. Wow. And they paid money for this. Oingo Boingo's all over it. Right, um, well, as they are in these films. Oingo Boingo wrote the song Hold Me Back for Surf 2 and has never been a released officially released huh. outside of the movie soundtrack. Now, think of the money they spent. Oingo Boingo was a big deal 
in the early 80s and they well, got them and they wrote the theme song wasn't oingo boingo the band in, in the 80s movie bachelor party with tom hanks if that sounds right i don't yeah. remember that really might have been around the same right. time stray cats are in this wall of wow. voodoo the wow. ventures yeah. a lot of local bands big deal soundtrack here they paid their money wall of voodoo right wall of voodoo turning japanese no that's the other groove that's uh the vapors i'm on a wall of voodoo <laughs> so we're getting hilarity here with the um mutant punks no with the parents arguing it's Yo, all about it. promoting buzz cola and lyle wagner stepping in anyway there's Jocko. That's the mom and dad like Jocko's really not Jocko anymore. Oh, okay. Oof. Add on. I know it's Add been like ten on. minutes. Look at this. The beachcombers. They're beachcombers. Carl. He has a comb and he's he's. He's on the beach. Yeah. He's combing it for sand. Found some. Good. Well, I'm glad they added this scene. Oh, who's this? Is it the uh, Untouchables? My research did not discover who that band was. Why wouldn't I have figured that out? That was obviously. We'll check the. We'll check the credits. Yeah, I could have done at least that, right? Uh, so this was added on after. Yes. <laughs> the gross stuff, the fat boys, and the boobs are all add-ons well they they were able to combine both of them there's ruth buzzy now you see how they made it all all the add-ons seem like they were dancing at the same party right but, but you can tell it's a different environment different sunlight different you're right yeah yeah like this is a tight like where there's a concert going on with a stage in one location the other right. one and then you way. have loose okay yeah now we're gonna have another add-on scene now watch for the boom mic above their heads no, this is a famous scene this is the gross out scene but it's an add-on scene see the boom mic no yeah this is a scene all right yeah, this is a scene that I really can't watch. I'm assuming it was add-on because they claimed, you know, bad it claimed that all the gross stuff was added on. But it adds uh, to the story. It's not I the mean, main heroes here, so I don't know. Well, no, Jocko was a main hero. He turned into a, a now this is added on. That's what I mean. Maybe this part isn't added on, even though it's a gross out scene. I think it's part of the story. It's a he crucial part of the story. Look, look what happened to their buddy Jocko. He's worse than Big Head. Oh, this is really gross. Big Head can compete. Now, Big Head at the end of this gross scene will be offered. Look at how much money they're making with Buzz Cola. He'll be offered a Buzz Cola and he will almost drink it, but he doesn't. Well, that sounds Buzz really Cola gross. Buzz Cola becomes a main part of what's going on here in this plot and we don't know it yet oh, yeah. 
Now, Wallet was really a writer, and he had moderate success. I mean, he really did not become rich and famous from Hollywood. He uh, wrote. He wrote "Hear No Evil." Huh? I don't think I, I, I really know that, that one. name. It was a big horror film in ninety in ninety three. Hear No Evil. Okay, he wrote a TV movie, "Born to Run," in. Um, uh, 93, but it starred Richard Greco, who was still a big deal at that time. Sure. And that's it, really. He wrote The Cutting Edge 3, Chasing the Dream, a TV movie in 2008. He wrote War Games, The Dead Code, in vi which was a video in 2008. And in Ugh. 2010, he wrote a TV movie called Riverworld. And that's his whole... He was also a producer of one thing, which was a golf special. So this is Randall. This film right. is his contribution to film. Oh, this scene keeps going on and on. Yep, and it will. I, I, I won't watch it. Killer Golf TV Special 2000. He was the producer. Uh, yeah, I remember this scene as a kid. This, I mean, this is the the scene that made the movie. It right? is like, okay. I yeah. I mean, you can't talk about Surf Two without this scene. We we saw like what was that King Frat right, which also had yes, mooning King in the car, Frat. which is now on my bad movie rule. If you're mo if a man moons you from a car or a woman, which has happened twice, which has happened in this film and that uh, that, that film. Okay, this is it. This is the defining moment. Time to drink. Buzz, Buzz cola. cola. You ate everything awful, and Buzz Cola is certainly awful. Oh, he just passes out. He doesn't. So it's just by happenstance. So Jocko wins, I guess. Good. The end. All right. He big doesn't head. drink buzz. This you know, is all so added on. Yeah. You see how the sky is kind of different. Yeah. Right. So that determines it. This scene is not an add on. This was all. No, this is a, I'm telling you, it's a crucial scene. And good thing Sigmund and the Sea Monsters didn't come. I think uh, <laughs> back to Menlo here. Sea Lab twenty twenty wants their prop back. Yeah, it's another thing. Like you know, we grew up in New Jersey, and you see a movie like Surf Two, and you go, "This is what Southern California is all about." Yeah, what a campfires on the beach. Now watch, we see a guy drink Buzz Cola, and then he goes crazy. This is our first indication that Buzz Cola is what is doing it to the kids. Interesting. Oh, and there they are making money drinking beer, right, drinking another they product. They never drink Buzz Cola. They never drink. They wouldn't is this drink the that. Circle? <laughs> They'll slam to anything. It's Oingo Boingo again. Sorry. Oingo Boingo did... Hold me back. Only a lad. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's it. Two songs. I guess the reason they're a big deal in this film is because of the uh, theme song, Hold Me Back, which has never been released anywhere but this soundtrack. Is it the theme song to the song? No, no. We have surf movie, movie play, music play during the, the opening credits. Yes, we had surf music playing in the opening credits, but Hold Me Back is still written for this movie crazy i think if i had researched this again i might have 
just no, it's okay. We just want to we want to revisit this movie to say how awesome it is. Now the girlfriends are getting abducted. Look, they're being taken yeah. out to see the girlfriends. We we saw a scene with frog and men, and now we have frogmen. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Look oh. what they're doing to our car. Our upside down bug. And um, hit the convertible. Right now, Big Head has gone into the ocean to pursue their girlfriends. Why didn't they go? You see how they got flipped over right. that car. Why didn't they go? I don't get that. Where did they go? They go <laughs> they, to the under. I want to call it a sub, but I think it's just a base. Right. Oh, I see. That must have hurt, right? Yes. There's Big Head. Up. Oh, he's out. Now, for they've got the guy who drank Buzz Cola. He's essentially died. And sparkles is kind of teaming up with them to figure out what is the mystery although she totally knows she's menlo's girlfriend oh 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 wait she's she's the bride of frankenstein it, that is exactly what she looks like right now yeah. okay so she goes to the teachers and the teacher's like your friend's pretty drunk he's like he's not drunk he's zombified right with buzz cola the anti-surfing right. pro-punk rock doctrine. <laughs> well, you had like a great punk rock scene in Southern California during this time too. It's just, it just makes this movie even funnier. The decline of Western civilization. Yeah, right. Darby Crash and the Germs and all, all those guys. Axe. Fear. Yeah, fear. God, there's... So it's just, it's just a funny response. Now we have a very long scene in which they figure it all out. And we get jokes. They're going to open him up and investigate what's inside his body. Sort of like they did with uh, in Jaws when they cut open the shark. Right. But Jaws didn't have a kitchen that had plastic uh, curtains and a <laughs> <laughs> surgery, surgery table. It's pretty funny. They're going to pull out a Dick Dale tape and that's a funny joke but dick dale doesn't appear in the movie so you know i i'm reminded that you mentioned that there's a jerry lewis uh post uh yeah picture. a headshot and at the end we'll see it floating up on, on the ocean yeah it, it reminds me of beverly hills cop 3 when uh eddie murphy gets that giant gun from surge and he decides to shoot it off in the amusement park and Different things pop out of the gun. At one point, a Jerry Lewis song plays. Oh, okay. I did see that film. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, you're not supposed to. I remember the guy was obsessed with guns. I remember that it was in an amusement park. Right. Can you imagine if that movie was a hit? It would probably be still in a real amusement park. That'd be Axel Fox. Yeah. At the end, they introduced Axel Fox. Axel Foley. Right. But... The amusement park was so happy that he saved the day. They created a character. Like oh, Axel Fox? Oh. Yeah. See, I, I I think I should see that film again, but it was really bad. It's really it bad. Wasn't, it wasn't a comedy. If there's, you, Dale, there's Dale's tape. Oh. Wow. How do they know that? It's not marked. Yeah. Orca from Jaws. Vanity Mirror. 
I'll take that. Yep. A lot of stuff. Oh, man, was it uh, Stingray? No. Yeah, stingray. yeah, Stingray. Now, he just said it's a mammal eating a mammal, but a Stingray's not a mammal. <laughs> He's not a very good high school scientist. Yeah, teacher. and we yeah. eat cow, we eat mammals all the time. Wait a minute, you're right. Oh, I'm definitely not going vegetarian. Now she is, well, I'm doing an all plant-based diet. Did I tell you about that? No, you're on an all plant diet? I'm going to be on an all, I'm serious this time. Uh, it's gonna be only foods manufactured in a food manufacturing plant, like Doritos. And, and especially Funyuns, man. Funyuns are the shit, yo. Now look, he, he says, you saw, ah, oh, I missed it. No, that was a great joke, Carl. I'm I'm gonna write it out. No, no, I already did it at the open mic. Okay, no, so he says you close him up, Eric Stoltz, and then Eric just kind of closes his shirt. Gotcha. So now they're putting it two and two together. Buzz Cola, Buzz Cola. That's what's going on. It's real talky, but it's worth it. Why don't you listen? Well, even I can't figure out. There's nothing in this that even resembles soda. Maybe that's it. I don't know. It might kill you, but turn you into one of those things. Now look, he loves it. Now look, he's not dead. Now watch what happens. <laughs> oh yeah. Now she's like, you idiots, come on! Of course it's the cola. Look at this glop. Ew. I think I drank that. Buzz. Buzz. You know, cola, cola does give me a buzz. I, I see how the name counts. <laughs> he's a good actor. He's he's yeah. a good comedic actor, and, and I think he could have had a bigger career. Oh. Beach times. Now, they didn't do anything wrong. Now, I, you the know, Buzz the, Invitational, that's our big surf conference, you see, and it's going to be a big deal for Buzz Cola because they're sponsoring, they're sponsoring it. it. Right, and that's going to be a lot of promotion for this, Buzz Cola. Now, as this. if they need it, it seems like it's selling great. Yeah, well, they want to destroy surf culture, so what better way than to sponsor the surf culture? But but I want to say that the fathers do not want to destroy surf culture. They love surf culture. I don't know if they're oblivious of what Buzz Cola is doing. I think they're so. They're making think, money. I don't think the fathers are that deep as dimensional characters. Right. They're not. It's got that punk rock look on. Yes. It was the day. It was the day. <laughs> She's now revealing I that she. Know. I don't know. Here we go. I was his girlfriend. <gasps> what? That's impossible. That's, yeah. The girl Schwarzer ever hung around with was Florinda Budnick. Florinda. Florinda. Florinda Budnick? Florinda? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Hottie and the Naughty. Remember that? Another Venice Beast. I do not no. recommend it. Santa Monica Pier. I'm telling you, if they shoot it in Venice Beach, it's because... They're trying to go for something quirky and something in the area. And 
like Mixed Nuts, the Steve Martin movie. Romy and Michelle lived on there. I'll give them that much. And there was a Dana Carvey movie where he lived on uh, right there in Venice Beach. But Hottie Naughty was the worst offenders because they lived in one of those billion-dollar houses yeah. that's on the beach. God, look at this. So much has changed, Carl. Look, it's... Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. Direct we, shot of it. Remember that it's a bikini world we watched from the yes. 60s? They had Santa Monica Pier, and there was, like, nothing on it. And uh, I world. was also in uh, Cannonball Run. And yeah. Okay, so now what we've got going on is some sort of... That's weekend at Bernie's, man. He's live and well. We got some sort of town hall meeting going on in which they're going to make a decision about if they're going to hold the Buzz Cola Invitational, the surf contest. But what doesn't make sense, Mike, is the people who are in this discussion, it doesn't make sense in the real world. There's no mayor. There's no councilwoman. There isn't a crowd of people who are seeing. No, it's our parents and the high school principal and science teacher. It doesn't make any sense. Eddie well, how many characters are in this movie? What? There's only 12 people in this movie anyway. Yeah, in this universe. But why are they on the city council? <laughs> Boy, they also, they underutilized Buzz, uh, Ruth Buzzy. Uh, they really had a star here. You, you're talking about the Chuck Cunningham guy. Ruth Buzzy himself. Oh, Ruth Buzzy, yeah. They underutilized her. I mean, you look at this film. Now, Blazing Saddles had already come out. Right. So they've got Cleavon Little. And Ruth Buzzy is worldwide famous. So those two should have stepped up and been all, you know, this movie should have been all about them. Instead, it's about unknowns and people who are going to break. Well, I mean, Eddie Deason, as we said, is the star. It's his vehicle. And these guys are here to support Oh no, Dad! What you do now? It they've—I don't know—they switched the cola, so it's just regular cola. And oh. I don't understand why our science teacher doesn't go. Well, this isn't the stuff I analyzed. This isn't right, Buzz Cola you've been selling. Oh, so now they're convinced that there's no right. Instead, cola. he concedes that there's nothing going on, and they're going to hold the Buzz Cola Invitational. All right. Uh... Can you relate? Yeah, the dads are really funny in this. That members only jacket. Just kidding. He's white. If you're worried about your kids, lock them up, beat them, do anything you damn well please. But for Christ's sake, don't stop innocent kids from drinking cola and surfing. It's the American way. We love this movie. He keeps saying we. Oh, uh, all right. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't dislike we. it. I think it was. I, I'm impressed that they made it happen. You know, I am impressed they made it happen. It's... And it's... I really like the backstory with Randall getting injured, being on painkillers, coming up with this idea and just writing it in one week. I love the fact that his agent said, this is crap. And he ignored them. I love the fact that he found a producer, uh, that he wrote it on. for Eddie Deason, and he got him. This is added yeah. on. Which makes me wonder how long the original... I'm going to have to get the director's cut. I, I'm really, Carl, I'm, I'm, I'm out of my way going to pick up that vinegar syndrome. Yes, copy. it's vinegar production. It's out there. 
Yeah, um, well, that's a production house that has a lot of movies, a lot of movies that we watch. Vin- that's, Vinegar uh, Syndrome, which, yep, yep. which has a lot right. of, okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, I was just at Amoeba Records the other week. I could have gone now, The girlfriends are now surf punks um, who've been forced to drink Buzz Cola. The joke there is you fire into the air and he fired. He fires in the air and then. No, he fired sideways. He didn't fire oh. into the air. Do, 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 do. It's surf contest time now. The punks are totally going to win because they're punkers. That looked bad, but I but I didn't see any boobs. No, here's we just turn the music on. No, you can if you want. Well, we watched them watching old surf movies, and now we have their version, which is great. You see how they quit? They go between Culver City and the real world. That's really Eric, but then they'll be up close, and it's obvious. Yeah, see that. Right, but I don't expect the movie to to actually have them do this in real life. So they're cheating. The girlfriends are knocking Eric Stoltz over. and This is so fucking cool. Really some talented surfers we see here. Yeah. Well, this I don't know if it's real, right? It is real. It it looks like the country of Israel. (laughs) No, it looks real. Does it, does it look fun? Is it real fun? Is it fun, fun or real? I've been to Israel and it is not real fun. You ever been to a funeral and you're like, wow, funeral is an anagram for real fun. I should really focus <laughs> on this. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now. Why is there beach chairs? Right. Okay. They know what's going on now. I don't understand how Big Head knows what's going on he shouldn't these ones should and they've been captured big head's on his own plane okay given all the evidence i think even an ace man could have figured that out but i gotta give you credit you were the first one to find me take them away we'll save them for later there's lots more to come terrific so this was released in north america in january of 84 and one of the things, they had a bunch of taglines I'll read to you, but one sure. of the things I don't respect, but these producers wanted to make a buck. It was marketed as Surf 2, the end of the trilogy, but later promotions retitled the film Surf 2, the Nerd Strike Back. And this was right after Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Nerds. Yeah. So they were trying to bite off of that. I guess technically he's a nerd. Well, we watched Revenge of the Nerd shot in Montclair High School, the after school TV we special. Did. With your brother. It was really good. No, um, no, my brother was in the other that. was in the other one. Am I really gay? What it's okay I'm to be gay. gay. What yeah. if I'm gay? Right. What if I'm gay? Right. He did his bonk in the other one. Right. Now this Joshua Cadman is Johnny Bighead, and he got the part because he drank an inso- entire six pack of beer during his audition. And they were like, this is the man for us. Oh, my God. You, do you know the T.J. Miller story? No. He auditioned for Saturday Night Live, and it got to the point where he interviewed with Lorne Michaels, and he showed up with a six-pack. Uh-huh. And so he got the part. I think he drank the beer, or either he wasn't didn't get the interview, or he drank the beer during the interview. 
Here's our winners. He didn't get the Our part. heroes are winning the surf contest. We are doing this on behalf of real surfers. These punks are taking over our culture. Now, what if Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello had said yes? Would this have been a better film? <laughs> it would, I mean, they made several movies where they would do, like, if it wasn't a surf movie and that Funicello would show up as a cameo, they've always been knowing. And Back to the Beach, where their 80s film came out right. around this time, too. Yes, it did. So they probably uh, they probably had their own plans. Like, they made their own movie. But it would have been yeah, great, yeah. Right. So now the fathers... Okay, everything's falling apart. That is that uh, they... Menlo has lost the big surf contest, and so he's mad about it because that was his big plan to show up the surfers with his punk zombies. So now he's taking, I don't know, for some reason he blames the Buzz Kohler distributors for this. You see how they do the film backwards to make it look like it's right. sucking in? So oh, now no. he's blaming the distributors like they screwed up. I don't know why. And he's going to force them to drink their own product Buzz Cola. No. They're going to turn into asshole debt. Wait a minute. They're going to turn into oh, horrible father. No, wait. They're going to turn into surf punks. Now, when Badditt was writing this, he was calling it, instead of Surf 2, he called it Surf Trash. Oh, I like that title. Yeah, I think Surf 2 isn't good on its own, but like Surf to the end of the trilogy, it's a nice pack. No, Surf Two is the greatest title in the world because it's a four-letter word. You know exactly what it is. It has a great sound, Surf. Right. Two. So it's like it's a high concept right in the title. It's saying you love the surf. Here's the sequel. You know, and uh, I don't know. It's just sarcastic enough to to get off. Now they did a premiere of this film at the Coronet Theater in Los Angeles, and a number of underage kids were not able to get in because it was rated R. So they got all pissed off. It was punk era, you know? Right. They took out their frustrations on the building, tearing the theater's door off the hinges, and ultimately getting the film banned after one night. We're not showing oh. this anymore. It causes punks to riot. January of 84, it came out. And in California, that's a nice sunny day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always a sunny day. Yeah, right. January is all sun. Yeah, oh, that's ever... right. Now, right now, it is July. Uh, no, in, uh, it's September in our movie universe. So I bet you it's... Uh... Okay, so look. The, the thing that they gave him that embarrassed him in high school gave him, like, sex change hormones. And that's our big joke. So oh, okay. now... That's what he's doing to the buzz. Okay, so Big Head, Big Head yeah. has decided, fuck this shit. I am just going to destroy this place. And that's going to turn into madness. And Menlo's big plans are going to fall apart right now. You see how he fell over? That was yeah. not intentional. That was a mistake. Well, a lot of these stunts look pretty uh, genuine. So he's sent the punks in to stop him, but instead it just causes more mayhem. Yeah. They never they never walked through a Star Trek door before, right? Oh no, they got Big Head, Big Head VIP player in this game. Yes, he is M MVP. I should say this film is a lot of it is 
dude. Okay, now Eddie's gonna get away. All this chaos. Like an episode of the monkeys. Taglines. The end of the trilogy is my favorite. Now look, the thing exploded, but no one's gonna die. They're all fine. You saw it explode. Right. Oh, I think it's well they you know, the lighthouse, the lifeguard shack blew up too and they were fine. That's right. That's a weird thing about this film. Nobody dies. Yay, big head. Right. Now, Big Head will save them all by towing them. Now, what happens to the people who turn into punks? They go back to normal surfers? They do. Once they don't, once they're no longer under the influence of Buzz Cola, they they go back to normal. Okay. Our favorite scene, the, the Jerry Lewis poster washing ashore. It's just happening. inexplicable why it is there at all. It's a nice touch. <coughs> The film is trying to say our main character is like uh, Jerry Lewis, is inspired by Lewis. I guess so. And so is Deason. I would say Deason is the main character, even though he's the enemy, the protagonist, the right. bad guy. <coughs> Ooh, doo, doo, doo. Here we go. Where's washed Eddie up trying to get away? It's washed up. Those are intentional. Here we go. Clips. There's Jerry. Yeah, I love it. Oh, it was a signed picture from Jerry. He's the biggest fan. <coughs> All right. Horshack and Lyle get their last licks in. Wow, I can't believe this movie is over. <coughs> now, what happened to the dads? They were given Buzz Cola and they got the makeup device stuck on their heads. Wow, look how horrible the town looks at 84. Yep. Palm trees haven't changed. Yeah. In all this time. Oh, uh, Ruth. Yep. Yeah, she's great. We mentioned she's on she's on uh Twitter. Where's our husbands? Oh, there they are. Oh no, they're gonna take that off and there'll be punk rockers. Now Eddie Deason might just be crazy enough in real life to talk to me. Maybe I can get him. You know, to I think, he's he's held without bail. I mean, that was back in that April. Was April. Yeah. Oh, now that we're in September, he should yeah, give him a call. Now here's our funny joke of what happens to the bad guys. Oh, they're women because they're wearing necklaces. Yeah, they're women because they're wearing makeup and necklaces. We know this was this is not 2022. Right. They are going to become girl okay now it is the future and the girls are back to normal and everyone's back to normal jocko really? is back to normal they're yeah. loving life and everything is resolved and they're fine and what's weird is eddie is now accepted yeah there he is now that big hat he provided it in real life that really was his prop huh he did a bunch of props look a fish hook I wanted a fish sandwich that was fresh, but not this fresh. Oh, he still has a girlfriend. Oh, she says that line. Yep. Look, and Ruth goes, a little less mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, they're making fun of him. That twister hat. Yeah, shirt. he's got a twister t-shirt. And a gold watch. So 
it kind of doesn't make sense why he's okay and accepted and part of the team, the crowd, the clique. It doesn't make any sense. But we are seeing that they've won. No more surf punks. No more zombies. Life is back to normal. What's weekend? And Bernie's doing. Oh, yeah. He's. They're making fun of the fathers. Well, yeah. Oh no, we're we're wrapping up. Yeah, this movie has happened. What do you say we buy this cattle? Cut the legs off and call it ground beef. Nature's choice. Add on. Oh, they're gonna chase after them. I remember this. They have nothing to do with this film, and it's sort of like when the Marx brothers did it, you know they're kidding. When these guys do it, what do they intend to do to these girls? Yeah, right. I know there's a lot there's a lot going on in this movie. All right. Oh my god. Give it up for Joshua Cadman as yep. Johnny Bighead. For drinking a six pack during the <laughs> Fat Boy One Fred Asparagus. Yeah, he he passed away in the eighties and uh-huh. we I think he might have was he in Hamburg in the movie? Yeah, see maybe I don't think I think he might not have been the guy that we saw, I saw an inner uh, in that movie. I just can't remember it. The 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 like we need to get laid movie. I saw an interview from him that was very modern. You know, was part of my research. I don't know it's the same guy if he died. Wow, yeah, I, I, I think he did. Carl, what you think of this movie? Um, I enjoyed this movie. I like this movie a lot. It's a good movie. I think the gross stuff is gross. I couldn't look at it. Yeah, I'm with um. I could look at the add-on boobs, but we didn't need them. We didn't need them. And I am with the writer, for Russell, for thinking that. Um, I think that the producers deserve all the credit for making this happen. And I think that they did do uh, Baguette's ver- vision. It's not Baguette. Bag- Badat. Badat's ver- vision. I don't know. All around, thumbs up. They made this happen. It was a terrible film that was great. Yeah, I have to say it's my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies. It's just uh, just this weird comedy logic and just this the clash of cultures. Like, I wasn't part of Southern California in, in the 80s, but, you know, I knew the punk rock scene and I knew the, the I guess, the surf scene, the evergreen surf scene there. So it's just kind of a funny take. You know, some of this stuff has an age well and it would probably be done differently, but... Yeah, I, I really, I really liked everything about it. It's one of my favorite movies, and this, this is the reason why I started to show. Okay, here's the music. Let's take a look. Only a lad, hold me back. So that's the original song that gets stopped billing. And those then are the Beach Boys has Oingo Surfing Oingo. USA, Blinding Me with Science, a real song. Yep. Deserters, talk talk. Tyrell Indeed is talk talk. Carl, they paid talk, money talk, for talk. this Mexican radio. They paid money for this. There's the circle jerks. Circle moral majority. Hawaii five days. Hawaii five ball. Buzz cold. Yeah, that was not good. Dick Dale. Untouchables. It was the Untouchables. That was, that was the band on the beach. Okay. That was their famous. Good they were call. in. Uh, I think they were in Repo Man when he goes to, to repo this woman's car and all the, everyone comes in. Good film, Repo Man. You should see it if you never have. Uh, yeah, and again, it's Southern California culture from the 80s, punk culture. Emilio Estevez, worth seeing. You destroy all movies. Check out the book. It, it talks about all those films. Yeah. All right, 83, Frank uh, B. Tolkien. 
Be tolling. Be token. Be tolling. Right. I just saw be toking. Don't be. Don't de tolling me. I saw. I'm telling anybody. I did my research. Okay, it's over. It's over. We hope you enjoyed as much as we did, uh, as much as I did. Surf 2, the last of the trilogy. We are excited. Uh, <clears throat> that was a movie we had done before, but we just love it, and we'd like to bring up the classics. And the, I requested that we do this movie. Yes. Next week here in September, we're going to also continue this with a film that Carl had suggested. Carl, what, yes. what, did, what film are we going to do next week? I don't remember. There. Playing, playing with fire is that the one you wanted to do well okay i i suggested to you several y- you pick the one. Oh, all right well you know what let's uh oh i i just thought we were gonna do uh oh. go ahead what what oh. is the one you thought we were gonna do they're playing with fire oh 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 okay okay you thought that it was we were doing two old it. movies that okay. we've done before but you know we could do another one well this is your show and we're gonna do whatever you want well, Carl, let's let's do their flame and fire because you have the research done. Yes, right? I do. Yes. Yeah. And I, mean, I know the gonna... film well. It'll be easy to do. Yeah. All right. So let's find a trailer for their playing with fire. Okay. This is the most viewed video on our on our channel, so don't think we're doing this because we're all tr- <laughs> for any other reason. All right, there. Playing our song, yeah, they're playing they're basketball. Playing so I wish I had a uh, okay. I find action. a trailer from '84 named "The Channel Is Another Intentions No Space." Okay. There's also one by Loop Luplena. Well, one is you want to do a minutes one or two minutes twenty four? Why don't we do two minutes twenty four? Okay, Loop Lena, one word, L-O-O-P-L-E-N-A, is they're playing with fire 1984 trailers. It says plural, so maybe it's, maybe it's two trailers. All right. So I pressed play, I paused it, I rolled it back to zero, 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 and I'm ready when you are. I'm just trying to find the... Uh... What was the what was the channel, Carl? It's Loop Lena. You put into the okay. search engine. They're playing with fire. Parentheses, nineteen eighty four. Close parentheses. Trailers, plural. And then okay. it's L O O P L E N A is the channel we like. Let me go ahead and put in the uh, nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Close parentheses. Search. The fuck? I don't see him. Wow. I see us. <laughs> we do trailer. Sorry, Carl. Okay. We could cut this out. Oh, no. I think you should be publicly embarrassed. Uh... Okay. I'll publicly embarrassed. <laughs> uh, another tensions. No. Lupinia. I got yep, it. Yep, right. yep, there you go. All right. Okay. Uh, 
We're gonna watch the trailer. Here comes the mic uh, countdown. Three, two, one, go. Oh fuck! I'm off a second because I hit the the mute button. Hell! What's this like a little box? This is like a homemade trailer, right? She doesn't sing in this. Look at that. God, she's so great. Civil Danning. Oh, hey, I hate being in this movie. They didn't like each other in real life. This is not a real trailer. This is just the best of scenes. Yeah, you're right. This really isn't a trailer. It's just. All right. Playing with what? Fire. Fire. Oh, here we go. They thought they had it made. They thought they had it made. Fire. Fire. They're playing with fire. No, they're playing with fire. Oh, is there another one? Trailers? I think so. Because that seemed pretty cool. Back. Oh, oh wait, here we go. On a campus with plenty of available girls, all willing to learn what more Here's a real trailer. No. It's the kind of education no co-ed can offer and no textbook could teach. Yeah, true. Brown, the star of private lessons, goes to the head private of lessons. Yeah. Why does he get that credit? They're playing with fire. <laughs> Fire. 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 Wait. Oh, there's another trailer. What? If your English professor looked like this, wouldn't mind staying after school, doing odd jobs, even inviting her to your room. Eric Brown, the star of Private Lessons. The star of Private Lessons. When he falls into the hands of Playboy sensation, Sybil Danny. All right, there's a credit. I don't know. Yeah, I have to see the movie. Find out. Fire. Fire. They're playing with fire. Rated R. <laughs> oh, he's in trouble. Oh, my God. All right. Are you, we're cool with that, right? Yeah, sure. We'll do it next time. And uh, I've got the research. I've seen the film. You know I'll watch it again. You know I'll. All right. I might watch it again, too, because I have seen it. This is one of the rare instances where I can watch a movie beforehand. I should have done it with Surf, too. I just love that film. Yeah. Well, we hope to join. Check out the film. We actually did this movie. You can check it out on YouTube. It's 70,000 K views. Yeah, because it has sex in it. Yeah. It it has a lot of views. I know. It's a shame. Well, we can't wait to do it again next week. Uh, So we will see you then. Thank you, Muni Radio. Thank you, audience, as always. We appreciate it. We know you're out there. And, uh, Carl, thank you so much for thank everything you, you did as a guest. Always. Producing the show, producing the interview segment, doing the theme song, doing the research. Great to have you as a guest. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. Going to restaurants downtown, turning your frown around, and like every
everybody, Paul's Countdown. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to crumble. Now let's watch a full-length Look at this. The 
drummer carries the melody. Abran la puerta que llegó el hombre azucarado. Sí, señor.
Thank you. 